Amen. Appreciate that, everybody, as we, we sing about love and as we think about love and as we think about this journey that we are on and becoming and being made into the image of Jesus. If you've got your Bibles this morning, I want to invite you over to the book of John. When you first think about love, you think about John 3.16. For God so loved the world that He gave His only begotten Son, that whosoever believes in Him will have eternal life. Whoever believes in Him will not perish, you'll have eternal life. That's love. Love, we see, we see the cross, we see the sacrifice that was made there on Calvary. For you and for me, beneficiaries of that great love. My prayer is that you know Jesus as your Lord and Savior. My prayer is that you have a personal relationship with Him already. And if you do, praise God. If you don't, then the invitation is always open. You just simply repent and believe. You simply trust Christ Jesus as your Lord. You, you cry out to Him for mercy. You just say, there's no, there's no exact words to say except a broken person before Almighty God saying, forgive me. Save me. I trust you. I believe that you are everything your word says you are. And God does the most amazing thing at that moment for an individual. He comes into their life and he starts weeding out the stuff that should not be there. It's a process. It's a, it, it's a, it's a journey. It truly is a journey. It's transforming. It's taking the things. Remember the things that used to excite us, the things that we used to pursue, the things that we used to run after with all of our heart. And we thought it meant something. We thought it mattered. But when Christ found us, when His love found us, it transforms us. And we start thinking different. We start looking at life different. We start looking at those around us different. We start looking at, at co-workers and classmates and family members through a different light. When you see what great love God has bestowed on us, guys, and then we start thinking we're to obey Him and we're to have the mind of Him and we're to walk in a manner worthy of Him. The next step on this journey by faith we step into the kingdom, we, we step into a relationship with Christ and, and we begin to obey Him and when we, when we see Him enough, when we study His Word enough, especially looking at the New Testament, we start seeing love all over the place, especially in Christ Jesus. Look over John chapter 15. I want you to pay attention this morning, I want you to listen this morning. I want, you to, I want you to allow yourself possibly to be transformed, even in this sanctuary, watching out there at home through social media, YouTube, Facebook. I know many of you, listen, we're, we're back in the sanctuary now. We'd love to have you join us, and I understand many don't feel comfortable just yet. Come on back. Small groups have started. Sunday schools have started. Worship is here. But I want you to listen. This morning, 
Let's pray that God would just clear our minds even now. Father God, whatever we're dealing with, whatever we're struggling with, whatever they're facing. God, life can get difficult sometimes and life can come and and just waves on top of waves and it just will batter us and it will just beat us, God. And we will get so caught up in the distractions of this world that we miss the simple things. We miss you. Lord, help us this morning to see you, to see Christ, to see Love the way you want us to, Lord. God, I pray that you would begin even now. God, help us to allow you to tear out the prejudices, the biases, the the agendas, the motives that do not honor you. God, please forgive us. Please transform us. Please create in us, Lord, a clean heart. Renew a steadfast spirit inside of us, Lord. Help us to hear from you right now. In Jesus' name, amen. John chapter 15, beginning in verse 12. This is my commandment. This is my commandment that you love one another. You hear that? Guys, we're to love one another. We're to love like Christ's love. We're to love, period. You you step into the kingdom, you 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 desire to be obedient, well, the first thing, it starts with simply loving people, loving others, loving family, loving neighbors, loving those around us, loving people in our own home, loving people that we work with. And it's not a suggestion. He says, this is my commandments, that you love one another. Church, love is not just in word. Indeed, we, we love people, we, we show them we love them, we let them know we love them. Look at the standard of love he talks about. Look how deep, look how big, look how vast, look how wide, just as I loved you. This I commanded you, that you love one another just like I loved you. How far did he love us? He loved us to the cross. He loved us through the garden. He loved us through the sweat drops of blood. He loved us so much. Verse 13 says, Greater love has no one than this, than one lay down his life for his friends. What did Jesus do? That's the the epitome of love. That is the the maximum love. He, He gave everything there was for us. Let me ask you a question, church. Individual, is there somebody you say, I just can't love him? I just can't love her. You've been hurt that bad? Churches are full of hurt. Actually, churches are empty because of hurt. Churches are empty all over the place right now because, because they just they can't get this one word, that four little letter word, love. They, love overlooks a lot of stuff. What if, what if Jesus would have loved us only if we were deserving of it? What if, what if there had, would have been conditions on the love that Christ showed us? What if we would have had to met a standard or, or lived up to something? What if we would have had to have met all of God's expectations before He showered us and blessed us with love? 
Church, if we're not careful, if we're not careful, we will put on others a standard that they have to reach that the God of this universe didn't even put on us. It was free. I couldn't have earned it. I don't deserve it. There's nothing I could have done to have worked for it. He simply loved. I can love because He loved me first. We're to love others the way Christ loved us. See, in love, see, it's one of those things, you're like, Brother Shannon, you're different this week. You're not bouncing around. No, because this is, this is serious. And this is one a lot of people have problems with. It's like, I'm, I'm a Christian, I'm a believer, I do everything God tells me to do, I walk in obedience, well, show love. Yeah, but you don't know, they've hurt me, brother. They've done me wrong. They didn't invite me. They didn't thank me. They didn't acknowledge me. They didn't recognize me. They didn't pat me on the back. They didn't give me the attaboy I deserved. They didn't give me the nod for the promotion. I could have gotten the bid. They picked him. Forget him. What if Jesus had have done us like that? Church, church, we've got to be careful. We say we love Him. We say we love Him with all of our hearts. We say we'll do anything He wants us to do. Well, He's telling us to love others. He's telling us to love. He's telling us... He's telling us to, he's not just telling, he's commanding us that we love one another just as I've loved you. And you know, there's people, there's, there's honestly members of bodies of believers, there's people who, who have stepped into the kingdom through faith and they say, Lord, I want to obey you and I want to do everything you tell me to do. I want to do it, Lord. I want to pray and I want to study and I want to grow This is hard. Look at verse 15. No longer do I call you slaves, for the slave does not know what his master is doing. But I've called you friends, for all things that I have heard from my Father I have made known to you. Look at verse 16. I think about that verse a lot. I think about verse 16 a lot. You did not choose me, but I chose you. Isn't that amazing? Look at what it says. He's, he's talking to his disciples. The context here is he's talking to his disciples. This is that conversation that he's having as he's headed to the cross. It starts over earlier in the earlier chapters. He's, he's headed to the cross now. And he's having this conversation as he's walking down through here with his disciples. And these, these few chapters here is just a conversation. And he's talking to his followers. He's talking to us and he says, look, you did not choose me, but I chose you. 
But you go and bear fruit. What is fruit, preacher? You haven't taught us what fruit is yet. I'm going to make fruit as simple as I possibly can for you. Fruit is any time you do it for him instead of yourself. Fruit is any time you deny yourself and, 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 and walk in obedience to him. Fruit is any time you deny your flesh and you just do what the word of God is telling you to do you are you are producing fruit you are walking in obedience you are allowing the spirit of God to transform you he chose us to deny ourselves and to be used by him he chose us and appointed us to go and be his sons and his daughters To represent Him in this world. To be His hands and His feet. To be His mouthpiece. To be His His vessels. To be those that are here. Not just here on this stage. But He chose us to walk out those doors and get in them cars and drive down that hill and scatter. And everywhere you go, you're representing Him and He chose you. To represent Him. Wow. You know that thought right there will get you through some difficult times. God chose me. No matter what the world says about me. It doesn't matter what they may think about me. It doesn't matter how, how heavy this is. It doesn't matter. God chose me. He, he made me His very own. He, he loves me. He's my Father, He's my Savior, He's my Lord, and I represent Him. You did not choose me, but I chose you and appointed you that you would go and bear fruit. That your fruit would remain so that whatever you ask in the Father's name, He may give it to you. It's deep stuff. Verse 17. He starts it and He ends it. Verse 12, this is my commandment that you love one another. Verse 17, this I command you. That you love one another. So here the God of the universe is saying, this is my commandment that I give you, love one another. And then uh, five verses later, this I command you, love one another. Does that sound optional? Does that sound optional? We want our lives to be transformed. We want, to, we want to progress. We want to be made into His image. We want to be and live as Christ lived. And we want to see the fruit of that. We want to see the results of that. God, simply start loving people. Simply love. It's not an issue. Well, you don't know what they've done to me. It doesn't matter. That needs to stop right here. Right now. I mean, that's going to be a wall that whatever they did is always going to be there. Satan's going to throw it up in your face from now on. There's people in this room, there's people watching right now that do not even talk to their own. And I'm not talking about Christian brother. I'm talking about their fleshly brother or sister or aunt or uncle or cousin or mom and daddy, period, because they've done done something. Fruit. 
Somebody else got a little more inheritance than you did. Somebody else got the tractor and you're supposed to have got it. Somebody else got that much more land than you got. We fight over landlines. We hate people over landlines. We hate people over a little bit of money, over a little bit. He got this. He got the favorite car. He got the important watch. He, she got the necklace. She got mama's wedding band from 90 years ago. And I'm not going to love, I'm not, I'm not. Listen, listen church, you want to grow in your walk? You want to progress on a journey and, and stop being stagnant in your relationship with Christ? We got to get over ourselves and we got to love people, not because the preacher's saying it, but because Jesus Christ commanded it. He says this, I command you, love one another. Yeah, but don't, yeah, but don't even fit in this equation. You can't come back at me with, yeah, but, yeah, but what? He died on the cross for you, and He chose you. He already knows what they took. He already knows how hurt you are. He already knows how you were offended. He already knows the insults. He already knew in spite of it, He chose you. And He made you His very own. That you would go and bear fruit. And there's a lot of people not bearing fruit. There's a lot of people not submitting to the will of Christ. In their lives and they're rebelling. Love's a big one. We could have talked about a lot of things. But guys, we could have. Listen, we could, we could talk about a lot of things. New preacher come. He's got us on this journey thing. We just going to follow him along. And You know, we talked about faith. I get it. And. Uh, we talked about obedience, I understand it. We could have talked about so many other things. What did he preach on? He told me I gotta love folks. What do you think about it? He don't know he don't know how bad I've been hurt. First Corinthians. You know where I'm going. Some of you even had it read over your wedding, didn't you? Sung it over your wedding. Remember, it's sweet at weddings because that's just the cool things you got to have. You got to have a preacher and you got to say something like this. Verse 4. 1 Corinthians chapter 13, verse 4. What does love look like? We're not even going to look at Jesus, we're going to soften it even more. I'm not going to take you. I'm not going to take you to Jesus stripping himself down, washing the disciples' feet. We're going to, we're going to go to Paul. And we're just going to go to a man who experienced love. He met Christ face to face. He was going to, he was going to round them up, and Christ found him going to round up Christians and to persecute them and approve of their death. And this is what Paul says. To the church there in Corinth. He says love is patient. Listen to this. This isn't just wedding talk. Love is patient. Love is patient. Are you hearing that? But preacher you, you don't know what they do. Love is patient. Yeah but they do it all the time. Love is patient. 
They don't change, and I give them the benefit of the doubt time and time again. Yeah, but love is patient. Love is patient. Love is kind. Yeah, but they didn't do it for me. It doesn't matter. Love is kind. It's not jealous. It's not jealous. I can't tell you, church, I can't tell you how many families I've seen split up over a little bit of money, a little bit of land, a few possessions. She got what I should have gotten. He got what I should have gotten. He got the attention. He got the love. He got, she got. It's not jealous. Love's not jealous. Love is patient, love is kind, it's not jealous, love does not brag. Guys, we could take each one of these and we could camp out on every one of them and we could preach a sermon on every one of them. Love is patient, that's a sermon. Love is kind, that's a sermon. That's a whole sermon that you flesh it out and you, you break it down. You, you can do that. And here we do. We just read it real fast and we don't have to let it soak in and transform us and have to deal with it. Love don't brag. Look what I got. What's the motive? What's the motive? Look at mine. What's the motive? Is it edifying? Is it building up? Or is it tearing somebody down? Is it to make you look like somebody? Guys, He chose you. You don't have to prove to nobody anything. He chose you. You don't have to one-up nobody. He chose you. You don't have to walk in and try to be something you're not. Because you can rest. You can wake up in the morning knowing the God of this universe held you in the palm of His hand all night long. And when you woke up this morning, He was tickled to death to start talking to you again. He loves you. Love is patient. Love is kind. It's not jealous. It's not brag. It's not arrogant. It does not act unbecomingly. It does not seek its own. Listen, break them down one by one. The time is ticking. I can't, I can't point out everything about each one. But you know we can't do these things. Yeah, but no, no, we can't rationalize. We can't make excuses. We can't keep playing. That's what we did in the old self. That's what the world does. That's not us. We don't act like the world. We don't run with everybody else. Yeah, but everybody else is acting that way. That's not who we are. It does not act be unbecomingly. It does not seek its own. It's not provoked. It does not take, take into account a wrong suffered. It does not rejoice in unrighteousness, but rejoices with the truth. It bears all things. It believes all things. It hopes all things. And it endures all things. Love never fails.
Church, for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whosoever believes in him will not perish but have everlasting life. Do you believe that? If you can sit there and say, I believe without a shadow of a doubt that Jesus Christ is the Savior of the world. He is my Savior. He has forgiven me of my sins. His Spirit resides in me. I am His son. I am His daughter. I am forgiven. I am a child of the King. I know I'm not perfect. I mess up, but He's forgiven me. And I repent of my sins. And I... I, And I get myself back up and I go back out in His strength and in His power. If that's you, then guess what? Your Savior has commanded us to love. Your Savior has commanded you and I to love. We don't don't love based on something. We just love. We just give. We serve. We're here. We give ourselves. Sacrificially, like Christ gave. Let me pray for you right now. Because I know some of you are struggling with this. Some of you is like, it's time to go to Sunday school. There's some of you going to walk out the doors unaffected. There's some of you that are going to sit there and say, that was a good sermon, preacher, but You just don't know how bad they did me. You don't know how long it hurt. How how long it hurt. How how many people hurt me. You don't know. They always got the attention. They always got it. And there's no way. It doesn't matter. There's some of you. And here's technically what you're doing. You're taking your finger and you're putting it in the face of Almighty God and saying, I ain't doing that. No. This I command you. Love one another. A new commandment I give unto you is that you love one another. And when we don't, we're saying no, God. And my argument is He chose you, though. If He chose you. We can't sit there and We can't sit there and do that. Let me pray for you. I don't know where you are. Some of you are struggling. Some of you are wrestling right now. Father God, I pray for these right here in this very room. God, those that are watching. Lord, I pray that release us from anger. Release us from bitterness. Release us from resentment and jealousy and slander. Release us from those things, God. I pray that your spirit would right now around this room, Lord, if there's someone that somebody in this room cannot love because they have hurt them, they've done something, Lord, I pray in the name of Jesus right now that you will forgive that, that you will release that person from that, that you will free them from that bondage that in in that bondage that is in absolute rebellion to Christ your command. It is bondage that you're in. It is bondage that keeps you from loving. It is bondage. And you're free. 
Because he chose you. Listen, church. Listen, Christian. He chose you. And he appointed you. He made you his own. Don't give Satan this one. Don't let Satan win this one. Don't let Satan win this one. God, forgive us for not loving like you told us to a long time ago. Forgive us for holding grudges and being angry and being bitter and being jealous. Forgive us, God. Forgive us in Jesus' name. Forgive us, Lord. Your word tells us that if we confess our sins, you are faithful and just to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. But if we have, say that we have no sins, we're the truth's not in us. God, forgive us. In Jesus' name, amen. Let's all stand this morning as we sing this hymn of invitation. The altar is open as always. Don't leave this auditorium with a spirit that's not just willing to love. If you've got something going on right now that you're struggling with, that you're fighting, don't go out that door without dealing with it as we sing this morning.